Hi, my name is Kate McGaw. I'm the CEO of ArcLight Agile, and welcome to our podcast. And I'm Ryan Smith. I'm an advanced Scrum professional, Scrum master, and a certified product owner. And today we are going to talk about what do you do at the end of the year when it just doesn't make sense to have a sprint or you, you, the, what do you do at the end of the year when you know you shouldn't release code and people, the, the whole year just turns into Swiss cheese. People are in, people are out. How can we sort of handle that in a sprint like scrum fashion? I have some ideas that I sort of try. We're going to talk about strategies for dealing with the end of the year, because I was just making a quick list and it just started, basically it started like last week. So we've already had, Diwali, we're going to have Thanksgiving, we're going to have Hanukkah, we're going to have Christmas, we're going to have New Year's. So like, it's just all of a sudden, there's all these holes in our schedule. Yeah. This is and like a revolving door of people in and out all the time. Oh, I'm out Monday. And that's mm -hmm. a and in Europe, oh, that's a, a bank holiday for us. And it's just a, like, all these days where people are just not around. Yeah. And you do have to sort of be like, you have to be creative. And you have to go, okay, well, we're going to put a three week sprint here. And then there's the final two week sprint of the year. And mm -hmm. here's our last release date. And yeah. the story I promised to tell you off, off camera was the organization I'm dealing with right now. They came up somebody did not consult with me, came up with a, a, a end of year calendar. And the final release for the year was on the 23rd. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I just, I looked at, I looked at it and I, I had a small stroke uh -huh. and I just went, who came, who, who uh -huh. thought this up? Yeah. Because it's a Saturday. I like to do releases on a Saturday. The twenty uh third -huh. of December was going to be the final release for the year, and I just looked at it and I said, "I wish somebody had talked to me because yeah, yeah, nobody's going to be around to support that." And I felt bad for our Indian colleagues, our overseas mm -hmm. colleagues, who were it was all just going to fall to them. Yeah, but you can't do that stuff. You really do have to wrap up. Yeah. You got to plan for it. You can't mm -hmm. just suddenly it's upon you and oh well, hang on, we we can't deliver like we want to on the fourth Thursday of every month and things like that. So you've you've definitely got a plan for it. And I had I was talking to someone this week and they said, oh well we just stop sprints um the week before Christmas and pick them up again in January. And I'm sort of I would rather that we didn't do that. I would rather we continued the cadence, yes. but we reduced the capacity. So at, when we are in sprint planning, we sort of, okay, we're, we're our next two week sprint. Okay. Let's look at the days everyone is, is out of the office or who's not, let's look at the days you're not working. Okay. So let's reduce our capacity and plan less work. Um, and I tend to suggest that we don't include holiday sprints when we're looking at our average velocity, because we tend yes. to average the last three sprints. And I'm saying, yeah, that's going to skew your numbers. So yeah. don't include it. But I do think we need to continue the cadence because some people are going to be working unless your organization shuts down for two weeks over the holidays. Right, right. You, got, you have to plan to something. for it. Yeah. So my, the current org is doing, they're doing, they just started this new sprint that started this week. It's going to be three weeks because again, Thanksgiving blows a hole in that. Yeah. Right. So you, it's, you've only added like a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be a two week sprint for the final release of the year. And then a three week sprint, which will take us into January. And then we can pick up the normal cadence after that. Yeah. 
And and what I do, what I'm saying to my team, mm-hmm. I've said to the developers, you know what? I because I always ask at the beginning of every sprint planning, I go, who is going to be out this sprint? Uh-huh. Who's taking a vacation day? Are there any holidays I'm not aware of? So we can mm-hmm. really like not get caught unaware, like, oh, yeah. by the way, I'm I'm gone on that Friday. It's the same thing with the holidays. Like who is planning on being out? Like Mm -hmm. what holidays are important to you? And then particularly around Christmas, New Year's, I just sort of double it because people may tell you at the beginning of December, oh, I'm I'm only taking one day. They're going to increase those days the later the month gets. That is my rule of thumb is that people that say, oh, no, I'm around the whole time will suddenly take a day or two or three. So and, when you're talking about doubling, you're doubling it the number of days they say they yeah, take. Yeah. Yeah. So if one developer tells me they're taking two days, I can assume that two developers will take at least four days. You know, if that not more. Sounds very much what like what somebody does with estimation. Your team says it's going to take me four hours, and you automatically add another four hours and say eight hours. Well, but I, this is this is what I've learned at organization after yeah. organization is that they start to get that subtle pressure from friends and family. Yeah. Oh, why are you working that last Friday before Christmas? Mm-hmm. Like this year, yeah. there's a, you know, the 22nd or whatever is the Friday. Yeah. People are going to take that Friday off. Yeah. They might not plan for it right now or in two weeks, but yeah. I guarantee you like half my team will suddenly be like, I'm taking that day off. Yeah. And then if you're in the UK, we've of course got the 26th of December, which is Boxing Day, which then leaves three days before the new year. And people are going to say, oh, well, I'll just take the week off. I'll just take the week off. Right. And that's what happens to the end of the year. So what I've already said and primed, I always, always have done this Mm -hmm. at organization after organization. Like we're not going to take on big things. Mm -hmm. Right. But let's identify tech debt or any bugs that we yeah. just haven't gotten to. Yeah. And let's just let's just do that cleanup work. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that is the best thing to do at mm-hmm. the end of the year. It's like no new features, maybe some easy front end changes. Mm-hmm. No, but like you just can't take on big things. Yeah. Because it's not fair to QA to all of a sudden get a whole like two 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 sprints worth of work in early January. Yeah. You want it to be very tech debt bugs simple tasks mm-hmm. and i think that gives people enough to do and it just kind of clears your books a bit yeah and i think it's also a, a time for cross training as well i mean yep. how often in the year do, does our team have time to pair up with each other yep. and increase their skill set because i mean not nobody's going to literally sit there and do nothing if they're there they they're they're going to work cuz it goes faster and you know what Let's give them some of the time to do bug drives or whatever you're going to do or skill increase skilling and th- and things like that. Yeah, no, it's 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 a perfect time for professional development. Yeah. Or like hey, stretch yourself. There is this mm-hmm. thing that you typically yep. don't do. Like you're saying upskill yourself. Yeah. You know, so and so is going to be out why don't you take this on and see what you can do with it? Or this yeah. thorny bug. Uh, we have this bug that people have been passing around and it just, it's like, there's, it's not killing us, you know, so there's no priority to do it. But every time somebody looks at it, it's just like, I kind of can't figure this or, you know, it's just, it's eluding me. And it's just like, goes to the bottom of the backlog. I would just close it, but they've not done that. It reminds that, me of that, that secret. That 
secret Santa gift that everyone just keeps yeah. passing around and around. This right. <laughs> the secret Santa bug. It's just yeah. like, mm-hmm. here, take this bug. And if you waste three days on it, that's okay. Because you can either come back and say, I finally solved it or I've kill determined it. it's not yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill it. Yeah. But the end of the year is perfect for this. Yeah. Yeah. And, th- and that way you don't really, you can check in, mm-hmm. but there's no like, oh, business is waiting for this stuff. Cause you know what? Business is on vacation too. They're not, yeah. it's not like they're around. Yeah. I, I mean, you, but I think you're like this month, I'm not looking at the calendar, but like I would not release, I would not release any later than. Well, I mean, and it will, some organizations have to. I mean, I know some of the banks and things will do code freezes at the start of December, but organizations that are doing, I don't know, tax prep software and things like that, you may have a release in December because it has to be in place for the start of the year. I worked for an organization. We did 40 e-commerce brands, brands mm-hmm. you would know, brands you bought from. Yeah. And they outsourced their entire internet presence to us. Our code freeze started in like October. Oh, because wow. Okay. We made the bulk of our money around Black Friday. Okay. And between Thanksgiving and Christmas, when everybody was doing like Cyber Monday. So we went into Code Freeze like October 15th. And yeah. we didn't do any major work on the platform or mm-hmm. anything crazy until the beginning of January. Yeah. So because it was like the websites can't go down. We just need people. Like we would, we'd do sales. Mm-hmm. So there was no like, oh, let's try this new shopping cart or let's do yeah. this. It's like, no, 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 no. We cannot yeah, don't mess with it. We yeah. cannot mess with this. So we were in like a deep code freeze. And my guys are like, what should we do? And I'm like, you should refactor code. You should mm-hmm. squash these bugs. You should you know, plan for next year. Plan for next year. There's plenty to do. I think that's the, yeah. I think that's the illusion is that, well, what will they do? There's yeah. always plenty to do. Yeah. Yeah. We can retrospect. Well, but that's that's <laughs> no, but that's the kind of thing where we could yeah. mm-hmm. we could sort of dig in and really start to like we could we could spend some time yeah. on our practice. I'm not yeah. I'm not opposed to that, but but I have not... a good retrospective for you. Oh, okay, I have, the, I have the the Charles Dickens Ghost of Christmas Past. Oh yes, retrospective. I like this. So it's Ghost of Christmas Past. So thinking about the last year, what learnings did we have? Anything regret regrets or anything we want to avoid going forward? And I usually have everyone write it down one per post it note, and then I have them throw it in the trash can. So if we're in the office, we're throwing it in the trash can. If we're at home, we're throwing it in the trash can. Okay. So we've now that we've got rid of that, what is the ghost of Christmas present? What are we grateful for? What are we proud that we've accomplished over the past year? Um, what appreciations do we have for, for team members and things like that? And then the, the ghost of Christmas future, what do we wish for? What do we want to do over the next year? And this is not month to month. This is looking at our team over the past 12 months and over the next 12 months. So it, I, I enjoy it because it's themed and, and everyone's looking for themed things to do, but it's definitely one I've done. I've also done, I often will do a personal retrospective at the end of the year to look and check in on on what my goals are for the, for the next year and the previous year and things like that. So I've, I've done the Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. I think that was the one I read, like as a good end of year, like, mm-hmm. what, are, what are we saying goodbye to? Yeah. Like that, like, what do we just need to get rid of? 
But I, mm-hmm. but I also think that what you were saying is it's also a really good time to backlog refine. Yep. Yep. To really like, oh, we can, we can stretch out and really talk about these tickets. Yep. Uh, maybe not everybody's here, but those of us mm-hmm. that are, we can kind of dig in on this a little bit. Maybe our customers or our end users are available. Maybe it's slightly quieter for them. Maybe yep. we can do some requirements gathering sessions for, for, for next year. Yeah. Like what is the big plan for next year? Yeah. Like pitch us some it, stuff. Yeah. It's it's uh ending the year strong so that yep. we can kick off the next year ready to go. Um, and I think that's the key thing is it's okay for it to be slower. Yep. But what can we do to make stuff easier when we hit the grind running in in, in January? Yeah, and I think that the the tricky bit is getting your organization and it, it really shouldn't be a hard sell. Like we're like this year, our last release is no later than the 16th. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we're not going to have any, we're not going to have any more releases until early January. And that's not the end of the world. We're still going to get work done, but the risk and the danger of releasing over the holidays, just not worth anybody's trouble. Yeah. But also not overloading our QA folks. So that's that's what I like to do at the end of the year. And all that other ancillary stuff. I think I I always find that we do start the year strong. And I feel like people come back kind of refreshed because they were it wasn't just grudge, grudge, you know, drudgery, drudgery, drudgery. It was like, okay, now we're we've cleaned our palettes yeah. and we're ready to go and pick up and do new stuff. And hey, by the way, we've cleared all this stuff off our backlog. We've cleared yeah. up that tech debt. Yeah, and I think that's an important point is we've got to make sure that people get a break and yeah. that they don't carry into the new year a bit burned out. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still productive. Yep. You don't have to, you don't, it, it's the holidays. Yeah. People su- re- sustainable pace. Sustainable pace. And the end of the year just turns into such such Swiss cheese. And I think people just need to recognize that, accept it. And and then you can just be like, oh, okay. The, the world doesn't end if we don't slam through 50 tickets. Yep. Yep. The, the best use of our time is to get ready for next year. Close out this year well and get ready for next year. Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at Arclight Agile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash Arclight Agile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.